the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You see, the Lord very much desires that his people are united. He does not only desire it, he actually promotes it, he seeks it. He promotes it, he influences it, he demonstrates it, he exemplifies it. The Lord has done this from Genesis to Revelation. You see the unity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in creation. You see it all throughout the scripture. You see it in our salvation. You see it in the death and resurrection of Jesus. The Father, the Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit working together, making it happen. Working together, making it happen. So the Lord has demonstrated this for us to see. Interestingly, same if we grow up in an environment, as children, if we grow up in an environment, in a family where there is agreement, where there is agreement between the parents, between husband and wife, between their, you know, their parents, the children will have a tendency to be like that. But if they grow up in a place where the father does what he wants to do and the mother does what she wants to do, the parents just do anything, you know, it's you know, mostly fight and things like that, the children will also have a tendency to live like that. So our father wanting to teach us, wanting to show us, wanting to promote unity amongst us, the Father works corporately with the Son and the Holy Spirit. He actually, you know, exemplifies it to promote it, to show us that this is what heaven does. This is what we do. Let us make man in our own image after our own likeness. Let them be like us. That's what God desires. So that when we see him in what he does, how he does, then we strive to be like him. So God desires that his children be one. And he promotes it by showing us in what he does, how he does. And we see it in the Lord Jesus Christ. He will always say, I don't do anything on my own. It's what I see my father do. In that scripture when he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He said, without me, you can do nothing. He said, make sure you keep yourself in the vine as branches. Keep yourself in the vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. My father is what? The husband man. My father is the vine dresser. So he is there. The father is there. Guess where the Holy Spirit is? The Holy Spirit is the life of the vine. Because through the Holy Spirit, you bear fruits. The fruit of the Spirit. The father, the son, and the Holy Spirit work together. Almost in every setting of the scriptures, every you know, case and everything that you, you see, the Father there, you see the Holy Spirit there, you see the Son there. Jesus spends a lot of time praying for unity amongst his followers. In John 17, just to take a portion, just to take a portion of his prayers, just a portion. The whole of John 17, it looks like the prayer for unity by Jesus. 
John 17, 20 to 23. Just to take a portion of it, he said, I do not pray for these alone. John 17, 20 to 23. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through them, through their word, that they all may be one. So Jesus was already praying that the ones that will come join them will come in unity. Will join them and they will all be one. It says that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Almost at almost every sentence, it says that they may be one, though that, so that the world may know that you have sent me. Again, the connection is that if we are one, if our nature, the nature of oneness, the corporate nature that is in us is expressed, it produces what? Power. It produces power. So when we are united, the result of it is power. When the disciples the apostles, the disciples were united in prayer after the accession of Jesus, united in prayer, praying every day, in one accord, praying every day, and still being in one accord on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came in because they were united. Because they were united. Without unity. Without unity among the people of God. Not only that we can't do much, not only that we can't do much with God, God can't do much with us. This is according to the word of God that says God is not an author of confusion. God is not an author of confusion. So if he's not an author of confusion, it means he's not an author of division. He is an author of unity. Who is the author of division? Is the devil. Who is the author of division? Is the devil. The devil is the author of confusion. God does not dwell in the midst of confusion. When God sees unity, he zooms in and settles in. When God sees unity, he takes his place there and manifests himself. Unity is not only a challenge because of our individual differences. Unity is a challenge because of our individual differences. But that's not the main, the main thing. The main thing is that the devil uses our differences against us. Did you hear that? Oh, we, it's because we are different. We are very different from each other. I'm very different from them. Whatever. You know? That's not the main reason for our division or problem with unity. The main reason is because the devil uses our differences, which are many, against us. So if you are having problems in your relationships, don't be carnal. Don't be carnal about it. Be spiritual. Take it to the Lord in prayer. If you want to give reasons and point out why, you know, there are problems. Oh, you want to say, she did this, she's like that. Oh, maybe because of this, because of that. It's not going to work. So what, if, what, what do you need to do? Be spiritual about it. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Pray about it. When I say pray about it, I don't mean to just spiritualize it. Pray about it means read the word of God. Turn to the scriptures. 
What does the word of God say about what you are going through? If you don't seem to understand, seek spiritual intervention from brothers and sisters, maybe from the pastor. Talk to the pastor. Talk to somebody. Seek intervention. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Don't be carnal about it. And this, the problem can come from not just from relationships at home or in the family. It can come from your job. You're having problems with your co-workers. Having problems with your supervisor. Having problems with your roommate. Having problems with your whatever it is. Having problems with this person, that person, with your brother, with your sister. Having problems with your parents. What do you do? Pray about it. If it's possible to pray with the person. Maybe you are husband and wife. Pray. If you want to sit down and begin to trash it out and say, Oh, because you did this, you need to change. Because this, because that, because this, because that. It's endless. And it will lead you to nowhere. So what do you need to do? You need to say, let's pray. Let's read the scriptures. Let's bind together in peace. Turn to the word of God. Pray. You imagine how the disciples that were so different in their backgrounds, different in mentality, different in their ways, how they could come together, how they could be so united. It was not easy. Jesus actually chose them from different backgrounds, intentionally chose them. God intentionally put them together. And they do. They did have problems along the way. They had problems along the way. Striving to be this or to be that. They were contest, contesting and contending. And Jesus Christ taught them. He did not just pray for unity. He also taught them unity. Again, he showed them unity. He demonstrated unity. But how did they come to that place of unity on the day of Pentecost? They prayed. They prayed. They stayed together in the place of prayer. Not for one day, not for two days, not for three days. They stayed together and kept on doing it. Until that point of saturation and the Holy Spirit zoomed in and settled in. Our corporate nature and power. Let me say it again. The Lord desires unity amongst his people. And wherever he sees unity, he zooms in and settles in. He is drawn to such a place. God is drawn to such a place. And I like this scripture, Psalm 133, verses 1 to 3. If you read it in the New Living Translation, it says, How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony, in unity, in peace, in oneness, in togetherness, in agreement. For unity or for harmony is as precious as the anointing oil, the anointing oil, precious anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head, that ran down his beard, and onto the border of his rope. Harmony is as refreshing as a dew from Mount Hammon that falls on the mountains of Zion. And there the Lord has pronounced his blessing, even life everlasting. You see this picture, the picture of Aaron's anointing. The anointing that soaks from head to toe. In the place of unity, no one is left out. In the place of unity, everyone is covered from head to toe. In the place of unity, there is refreshing. In the place of unity, it's like the dew upon the Mount of Hermon. 
in the heat of the day, there is dew upon the Mount of Hammon. The mountains of Zion have the dew. He said, in such a place, in such a place, the Lord has pronounced blessings. means in such a place, the Lord takes his seat. The Lord manifests himself. In such a place, the Lord manifests himself. See, the Lord does not just desire unity. He promotes it. He seeks it, like we said. If the Lord does not just desire it, he promotes it and seeks it. So what should we do? We must do the same. Because unity does not just happen. Harmony does not just happen. Peace does not just happen. We must promote and seek unity. Uh, the scripture says you, you should do what? You say pursue peace. Pursue peace. Strive for peace with all people. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.